that perhaps the law was a grace given for our salvation in that most things meant to show us that we really couldn't do it on our own, that we needed the touch of the lawgiver, that we needed his presence if we were to fulfill it. But the Jews had taken the grace of the law and made it into another heavy burden. In the hands of the rulers of the synagogues, even the provision of a Sabbath rest got so mixed up that to them an act of mercy on the Sabbath was illegal. How many times in our society do we make illegal on the Sabbath that what should be done? How many times in our society do we arrest 90-year-old men for feeding the homeless on the street? How many times in our society do we set rules, well, I can't do that because of this? So often, we have made laws ourselves to keep, to keep us from doing that which the law tells us to do, that which the law of grace tells us to do. And so, how do we get delivered ourselves from this dilemma that we find ourselves in, this inability to keep that which we know we must keep. How do we get delivered from that? Our blessed Saint Athanasius observed that the Lord looked down from heaven and could not endure to see us left the way we were. Do we look out at the world and not be able to endure what we see there? Do we move forward to change what we see there? He looked out upon us and could not leave us like we were. No man left behind. So, the Lord, the very author of the law, the one that wrote it in the first place, the one whose finger had touched the two stone tablets that Moses lifted up before the children of Israel, the very one whose finger had written that upon the stone, comes forward to tell us how to do it. He could not endure to see us left as we were. He came, he came down in this case in a, in a very remarkable way. He came down in this case where his law and where his children were being abused. And it is as if, as you read this gospel, this is one of my favorite gospels in case you have kids. The Lord himself comes in to our presence as both lawgiver, but as healer. He provokes our antagonist in a court, as it were. It is as if he has come as our lawyer to defend us, to deliver us from that which we have been accused. He stands up to teach in the synagogue. And I love it when, when the deacon says, uh, whether he says Sophia or Thee, wisdom let us attend, or wisdom stand upright, they all mean the same thing. But you can almost hear a deacon somewhere off camera in the gospel saying, wisdom let us attend, as the lawgiver himself stands up to proclaim the law. He stands to teach, and behold, there is a woman there who cannot stand upright. Are there any of you who cannot stand upright because you are bowed down, bent down, oppressed by sadnesses, sins, weakness? 
cannot stand the right right very well. Many of us have to have some help. But here, our Lord himself is standing. He stands to teach and behold a woman who cannot stand upright. And he does not leave her in the seat where she is, unable to stand upright. He calls her forward, and he declares that from this moment forward she is free. He touches her head, and miracle of miracles, she is able suddenly to stand upright. Once again, proving that this is the Lord our God, who is there in the temple of Israel. Do you believe this for yourself? Do you believe that he can call you to stand upright from what ails you, from what bows you down? The crooked can be made straight. Every crooked highway can be made straight. Every crooked back can be made straight. Every crooked conscience, every crooked relationship can be made straight. But it can only be made straight by the one who made us in the first place. Do you believe this for yourself? The woman stands upright, and she does the only thing that she could do in that moment. She glorifies God. She glorifies the holy wisdom of God, who is standing right there in front of her. She does not try and explain it to the rulers of the synagogue. She just shouts glory. How can we not? shout glory in this place from time to time. For there is healing in this place. Yet the synagogue rulers who have to keep order, we can't, we can't have this, this spontaneous demonstration of joy in the church. Mercy, we have to keep a lid on this. We have not, in the synagogue, we can't do things like this on the Sabbath. Like the taskmasters in Egypt, they oppose our deliverance. And the Lord, our advocate, squares off to meet them. He shows their hypocrisy, and he declares that release from bondage is the very fulfillment of the Sabbath. Have we come here for any other purpose than to be released from bondage? Have we come here for any other reason than that, than out of our need? If we come here because of social obligations, even family obligations, to look good, to feel good. If we come in here for anything less than deliverance from bondage, and if we leave here for any reason less than the delivery of bondage, then we haven't connected rightly in this place. The law of Moses and our Christian gospel never intended for us to keep from doing good or to keep from saving life on the Sabbath. Besides that, there are six days of the week that we don't do a very good job of it anyway, ourselves. And six days out of this woman's week, no one has moved to lift her up. No one has come from the synagogue to lift her up. Do we stand in that accusation ourselves? Have we moved during the six days? St. Cyril of Alexandria says that the synagogue ruler broke the law when he forbade the giving of rest. 
Whatever the legalist thought about her fear for healing, now she stands. Now she's upright. Now there's this evidence of healing right in front of everyone. The opponents are humiliated, and the multitude of the faithful rejoice. They rejoice because they see in her healing the promise of their own healing. Every time someone is delivered, every time someone confesses, Every time someone begins to get their life back together, even if it's in a, in a hesitant, uh, weak kind of a way, every time we should see that, we should rejoice in it. For every step, whether it's 1, 12, 50, or 5,000 steps that it takes to get to healing, we should rejoice in each one of those for the Lord. In the moment the Sabbath is lifted up, in the moment our Sunday is lifted up, it is restored. St. John Chrysostom said, For indeed the Sabbath did confer many and great benefits. It was supposed to make us gentle toward those of our household and humane. It taught God's providence. It trained us by degrees to abstain from wickedness. Did Christ repeal a thing so profitable? We do not turn the Sabbath Far from it, he greatly enhanced it, for it was a time for them to be trained in all things by higher rules. Sunday ought, if it is in any way to fulfill the Sabbath promise, our Sunday ought to be a day that is taken out and lifted up from ordinary time. This ought to be a place where we have, as we used to say back in our old days, we have shut the door and come out of the world. When we come into this place, it ought to be a place and a time set aside from ordinary time. Let us lay aside all earthly cares, we say. Let us lift this day up into the ages of the ages. And let it be a token of where we want all of our life to be, insofar as we can. May we dedicate this day to what we love. That is why we gather in this place this day. To dedicate ourselves to be healed, to bring others to be healed. With the ones we love, we gather in the house whose beauty we love. On this day, we are healed, and we do stand upright. Ever wonder why my Orthodox folks stand so much? Well, we're in the presence someone we ought to be standing in his presence. And not only does he tell us to do it, he heals us so we can do it. If you can't stand upright, he'll heal you. We share what we love with the ones we love. This is the Sabbath joy of all the saints. Though it may seem like work sometimes, it is the purest fulfillment of the day of rest. In the likeness of Christ our Lord, may it be said of us that we carry the burdens of one another. We lift the burdens of one another. We do not put additional burdens on one another. We lift the burdens of one another. May this be said of us that we might be. May we be a people who do not put loads on one another, but work.